Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. Having fun can be really serious business, especially when it comes to your marriage. It might be planning a date night or spending time together with other couples, but having fun together is a great way to build and strengthen your relationship. I'm John Fuller, and as always, I'm with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead the marriage department here at Focus on the Family. Um, one of you, Greg, uh, what's the most fun you've ever had as a couple that you could share here on these podcast airways? <laughs> <laughs> well, that just narrowed that down. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, what's really hilarious is that Aaron and I looked at, at our notes separately and we both came up with the exact same experience. Really? So there was a trip that we did to Hawaii. And one of the unique parts about this trip was Aaron and I went on our honeymoon to Hawaii and we got into this huge argument over I wanted to jump off a waterfall and there was a sign that said no jumping and we get into this big argument and I'm telling her it'll be okay and and you're we, thinking I'm going to be a widow and it's only no. my honeymoon well and also I'm very rural oriented <laughs> yeah. so the sign yes. said no jumping so of course as a nurse I went to oh there's bacteria in the water <laughs> you know we're going to get some fatal disease but this and remains your favorite memory no, well, no. so <laughs> that was our honeymoon yes that was so our honeymoon John <laughs> 15 years later we go back ah and Aaron and I visited that exact same waterfall, and this time we spent hours jumping off, <gasps> playing, having fun, doing all this. And so it just, it so redeemed what had become such a painful <laughs> well, memory. Well, you think I was going to leave Hawaii without dr- jumping off a waterfall <laughs> after apparently destroying the honeymoon? <laughs> so, I was like, over my dead body, will I not jump off a waterfall? She redeemed it, and that's now one of our favorite memories. Well, I'm glad that you have a favorite memory. Um, some of us might have had a favorite memory in Omaha or someplace <laughs> like that. All that good. Be it's all good. Whatever your favorite memory is, no judgment. If you can do Hawaii, sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> Just um, jump off the waterfall. Kathy Lip has plunge. some great ideas about the value of fun and great memories in marriage. And she chatted with Jim Daly and me about some of these ideas as captured in her book, Happy Habits for Every Couple. You talk about having an encouragement crew. Mm, I love that word. What does it look like, though? What does that mean? It is other couples who are saying, you know what? This is something we want to do, too. We want to make our marriage the top priority after our relationship with God in our house. And so we're going to encourage each other. We're going to hold each other accountable. Maybe it's just the women saying, okay, we're going to make sure that we plan some time for our men during the week. And I think that really the women can often be the instigators. Now, I'm not saying guys are off the hook, but I don't think it's up to the guys to plan the dates all the time. I We've done stuff like with other couples, the girls and I got together and we said, okay, we're going to do a mystery date for our guys. So the first thing we did is we went to dinner and then we got a roll of tokens for each of the guys. And we went and we played video games and did ski ball and all of that kind of stuff. And then we went to a fancy pants place for dinner and we all were in the same car and we all did this together. It took us no time to plan it. It took us very little money. But it was so much fun to be with other couples. And it's fun to be with your spouse, with other people around. You get to see a different side of them. That's your encouragement crew. That's a great idea. I don't know. Do you have an encouragement crew? Well, actually, yes, we do have a Sunday school class where there's community there. And we really do. And we don't spend a lot of time outside of that Sunday morning together. But we do speak into each other's lives. We do have laughter together, even in the context of the class. And when we get together, 
It's really good. It is good. I like that. I think every couple should find that kind of community to uh, be a part of. Mm-hmm. We do it through a book club. We've got about five couples. Yeah, you've been meeting for a long yeah, time, we've haven't you? seven years, and mm-hmm. it's just a lot of fun. It's a great group of couples, and we just enjoy that time. Very, very good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy, let's talk about this aspect of it, though. We, we want to have pure motive. So often in this area, we can become a bit uh, manipulative, perhaps, mm-hmm. with ulterior motives. How do we, in order to honor the Lord and honor our spouses, how do we make sure that we're not being kind tonight so we can uh, get something later? Um Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm turning a little right here, but I understand exactly what you mean. And women have their own motives, guys have their own motives. Let's just be honest. I, you know, and one of the jokes among women is the sexiest thing a man can do is scrub the toilet. Let's just be honest. <laughs> and, clean, clean, clean bathrooms <laughs> across the country. Tonight. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. You know, and I, so I think that it's okay. To say that to our spouses, to say, you know, I'm not doing this because I want that end result. But let me be honest with you. When I feel like you're pitching in with the kids, when I feel like you're pitching in with the housework, you have never been more desirable to me in my life. So get beyond scratching my back and I know what that means. Exactly. Let's just <laughs> lay it out there and be honest. And also, let's talk about, I think it's important to be honest about our needs, whether they're physical, emotional, spiritual, or relational. I think that those are important things. I think going in with motives that are not expressed is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I think to be honest with your spouse and saying, you know what a great date night looks like to me is I feel loved when you go buy me flowers. That makes me feel loved. And it may not seem that important to the husband, but to the wife, it's really important. And the husband can be really honest and say, you know, what's important to me that you and I have some couple time with the quotes firmly in place there at the end of the night. And let's just be honest. There are times when it's important to have those conversations Mm. so that everybody's needs are getting met. Hey, as we wrap up, one of the things I love the term you use, comfortable love, Mm. because so often we create expectations. I'm sure Mm. even people hearing us today, you know, we're we're setting the bar so much higher than where they're living at today. We're not saying have to, must, all that. We're simply trying to give recommendations and suggestions on how to have a more uh, fulfilling and richer marriage. Uh, Talk about comfortable love. Well, the perfect example for this is my 16-year-old daughter. At one point, I know that sounds crazy, but at one point I was talking to her about the husband I was praying for for her. And I said, you know, I'm praying that you find a husband like the husband I found, one who honors you and loves you and cares for you. And my daughter at 16 said, I don't want your kind of marriage. It's boring. And I was Mm. brokenhearted when I heard that. I mean, it tore me up because I thought she has such a distorted idea of what true love is. Mm. And I carried that hurt around for a really long time. She's 21 now. And she says, I want the kind of marriage you and Roger have. Because she said, I thought if there's no drama, it's not exciting. But you know what? I see how much you guys care for each other and how much you love each other. And, you know, she didn't recognize the value in that. But that's comfortable love, that we serve each other, which is not a very popular 
popular term these days. But I see my husband die to self almost every day mm -hmm. to make sure that I know that I'm loved and that I'm happy. And I try to do the same for him. And I can't think of a better way to be married than the way that we are right now. It's taken us a long time to get there, but we had to get past a lot of drama and a lot of, you know, is this what marriage is supposed to look like? And now we're at a place where we couldn't imagine anything better. So Kathy described comfortable love where we're serving and loving each other. And that brings depth and strength to a marriage. And uh, I wonder, how do we get there? I mean, Aaron, what do couples do? How do they start to get to that spot in their marriage? Well, it's gonna, I'm going to start from a place that people are going to go, really? Really, you, you think about comfortable love. It prioritizes that we're serving each other and we have something to, to give our spouse. But in order to do that, we have to have something to give. Because if we're dead empty and we have nothing to give, well, then how's that going to work? It doesn't. Because you, you, won't, you cannot give what you do not have. So first and foremost, start at the place of prioritizing, making sure you're full, making sure you're plugged into the true source so you can fill up and give out and then go back and fill back up and, and there was, the cycle repeats. So it has to start from a place of fullness. And I love thinking about what, what Kathy said as far as that comfortable love that, that really is about serving. And I love in Galatians 6, where Paul's talking about, he kind of says, you know, each person should carry their own load. And when you think about that word load, think of like a backpack, something that I should be capable of carrying. And so that that's my responsibility. But then he goes on to say, but we should carry each other's burdens. So using that sort of backpack analogy, a burden would be more like a steamer trunk, something way too big for one person to really carry. And so when I think about comfortable love, serving Erin, you know, I want to, I certainly want to help her. I mean, when she has her backpack on there, there's going to be things that she needs, but really what I want to look for are what are those burdens in her life? What are those areas that she really can't do that on her own? And she needs me in some way. She needs my encouragement. She needs my prayer. She needs my, my help. She needs a solution. The other day, I was thinking that uh, Aaron had something due for her, her job. She's a therapist, and she had some requirement that she needed to get done and just was so frustrated, couldn't figure out how do I do this, and I don't have time to do this. And so to be able to step in and kind of think it through with her and come up with a really cool solution that 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 worked, that she was able to get that done, that that's how we carry each other's burdens. Mm. What what's weighing your spouse down? And and how can you jump in? What would that look like? How do you care for them, love them through those? I think that's such a big part of that comfortable love that Kathy's talking about. Well, we'll encourage you to further your exploration of comfortable love in your own relationship by getting a copy of Kathy Lipp's book, Happy Habits for Every Couple. We'll send a copy your way if you can make a generous gift of any amount to focus on the family today. We'll have a link in the episode notes. And while you're online, be sure to take our free online marriage assessment, which gives a good overview of what's working well with you and your spouse and maybe an area or two to improve in. Um, and so learn more about Kathy's book, donating, and that free assessment in the show notes. 
Next time, Al and Lisa Robertson of the Duck Dynasty Group uh, talk about forgiving those folks who aren't willing to forgive you. That's next time, and for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.